Could it be hard times that strain my mind With situations that created complications in my life Like my father's past decisions and drug addictions On my mother's death I, I love, love your mom, mom. what's next? I've already been Yo! What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up, dude? Hey, uh... I mean, what's up is the elephant in the room. The elephant in the, the new room? We got a new room. We hey, new clap room. it up. Yeah. Break down, uh, let the people know exactly where we are right now. Well, we're in the new creative space um, that we have here at Rejuvenator Headquarters. Um, this is where we're going to do sneaker custom classes and all that. Hell yeah. Um, we got out of Vic space. And kind of got into our own. You know what I mean? I like it. Uh, we got that fresh light, if you guys can't tell. If you yeah. see uh, me glowing, uh, that's why we got that natural light going on. We do got natural light. We are by the street, so hopefully that that doesn't uh, impact the audio or anything. But we're going to make it work either So if way. you hear the police or the ambulance, just pretend like you don't hear it. Yeah, they're coming for Rob. Nah, 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 nah. I changed my behavior for the better. So... Let's get right into it, bro. What are we getting into? We're getting into our weekly intentions from last week. All right, for sure. So what was yours? Mine was to hit the gym with Steve. And, okay. uh, you did two days? Are you sore? Two day. uh, between me and you? Nah. But for the audience, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I woke up this morning and I was, I was feeling it. Oh, you know, I bet. Tomorrow. The, the first day, yeah, the first day, like, and I worked out with you, I was like, oh, that's not that bad, you know? Like, yeah. Wasn't wasn't too much, you know. The next day I wasn't too sore, but then uh, it was like a good sore because yeah. I mean, I, I've been working out for the last few weeks, so yeah. it wasn't like a feeling my things like just melting and like an agonizing, uh, agonizing sore. It was you know something I can you know put up with. I understand it's part of you know just working out, but then yeah, yesterday leg day. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we had to c- cut the workout a little short because uh, Steve said I had enough torture. No, I just didn't want to kill you because leg days, man, the next day or the day after the, for, you know, the after you work out like the second day, it's pretty bad, especially when you don't do it regularly and don't hit it. That yeah, much. and that, that was, I would say, my first time like actually hitting a. Yeah, you did good, man. I'm man, proud I, of you. I tried. I mean, I've done, you know, leg day before, but that was like a. It's different. Yeah. Different, yeah, like trained, you yeah. know, trained yeah. my legs, not just in there doing tomorrow's legs, legs again. So, we'll damn, see. <laughs> what, what I missed today because typically, uh, I did upper body again. So, Wednesdays, I just typically haven't been working out just because I come in the office later, yeah. anyways. I just come straight to work. So, Wednesdays, I normally do cardio, it's the midday. Um, but since I'm probably not going to be here Friday and I probably won't come into the gym, I just decided to go straight to uh, upper body again. So it's pretty much you mimicked what we did on Monday? No, nah, it's a little bit different. Different um, incline. Almost the same. Same rep pattern, though. 666, 10, 10. I'm going to have to keep that up because I'm going to be in the gym. You won't be here Friday, but I'm going to be in yeah. the gym Friday. I, again, I don't go Wednesday. So I try to do three to four days a week is typically what I've been doing. Uh, like I said, my intention was to work out with Steve. So I got to continue Steve's workout for the rest of the week. Yeah, well, I mean, you're doing a good job. Next it, week, man. too? We'll, we'll talk about it. I mean, if you're going to do it, just do the, it. The thing is, Steve, like, you're like a, like, you work out. That's what you do. And I feel like me next to you, I'm, like, so jeopardizing what? your gym workout. No chance, like, bro. You don't think so? No you don't chance. think that, like, you're not getting all the gains you should no, no. be because you got to kind of I'd rather work out with you with than me. nobody. No, no way. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, if, if you're okay with it, I definitely, 100%, I definitely yeah. won't mind jumping in there, you know, no, pretty I wanna, consistently with you. I want to maximize your effort. Like, if you're going to go in there, let's do it right and maximize every opportunity and all the time, right? You don't want to go sure, in yeah. there and, 
you know, it's good to go in there and just do some workout and get some exercise. But if you're going to do it, let's fucking do it right. No, for sure. I mean, I'll definitely, uh, I'm not going to say every single day because, you know, again, like I don't do Wednesdays. Yeah. Some Fridays I take off. Some days I just do, you know, three to five. I like to yeah. go to, to lunch with the boys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, with that's that camaraderie, fine. You know, if, Friday, you can, if you can commit to Monday, Tuesday, which is upper body, lower body. Yeah. That's, that's a really good start because then you're hitting. I'm about at to least, have the buns of steel. At least you're hitting upper <laughs> body and lower body really hard. And then yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah for sure. I, I think I can commit to that. Again, I mean. Okay. I guess we'll see how Saturday I'm feeling if my body is just. I mean, melting, you're gonna be you're you know? gonna be sore. <laughs> you're gonna be you sore. You said tomorrow. tomorrow's leg day again. Tomorrow's leg day again. Same same workouts or this is a kind of different. Um, it's going to be similar, but I think it's deadlifts tomorrow. Man, what was crazy was that machine. So Steve was doing. Let me just talk about this. Steve did this machine. He was like, "All right, how many of these I'm gonna do?" He was like, "No, no, no, send me down, child." <laughs> We'll, we'll work you up to this machine. And I was like, okay. So I did, you know, a little leg curls instead of, what's the machine called? I don't, I don't, I don't remember what it's called. but The hamstrings, I think you said it works it, out? Yeah, it's a hamstring. You just use your body weight and you, it's like a hamstring curl, but it's using your body weight. I don't know what it's called. There's a name for hey, it. Well, long story short, you know, towards the end of his set, he was like, you want to try it? I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Let me check this out. You know, I, I did a couple. I was like, oh, this ain't as hard. And he's like, oh, wait, wait. I think I got the machine. Let me change the length. He changed that length. I couldn't even get one up. Yeah, it's <laughs> I tough. Like, I remember the first time I, I said, did it. I, I said, like, man, even get this, halfway is, up. this is hard. Yeah, yeah that, so, one, I mean, that one's super hard. I definitely appreciate you know you know coaching me through this week, and yeah, I definitely can keep it up. I'm trying. Yeah, you know, no, that's the I, intention to, for the being in the gym is to see those gains. You know, yeah. work out, be healthier, lose the belly, uh, cardio, legs, all of it. I'm definitely down. Yeah. Well, I want to help you, so let's let's keep it going. Oh yeah, for sure. So on that note. Because I was thinking about it the other day. What have you stacked? So since we started this podcast, we're like, this is episode 14, 15, something like something that? Something like that, yeah, in the teens. Okay. How much, what have you done and what have you stacked since, you know, using weekly intentions? And if any of you that are listening um, have been following us and are actually setting weekly intentions with us, I'd love to see in the comments section. Um, Drop them down, let yeah, us know. If um, you guys are doing it and if it's helping you guys. Well, I think uh, towards the beginning, it was just going to the gym. Yeah. You know, and I've consistently yep. every 100%. week. 100%. Better than anyone else. Three times, you know, a yeah. minimum of three times. I could say I've been in the gym. Maybe some week, one week, two times or something. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely consistently been in the gym. Uh, I think my biggest intention, uh, you know, just even for my whole workout journey was because I want to lose weight. You know, I want to yeah. lose weight and then essentially get my shoulders stronger because, you know, I had a shoulder surgery a few years back that I just, you know, I slacked on. I didn't really properly take care of my shoulder. So, uh, but shoulder and stomach. So I think with that stomach being said, a diet, I've been uh, really focusing on my diet. I'm in a meal prep plan, you know, uh, eating two of these meals a day. Uh, still pretty hungry, so I'm kind of offsetting that balance really just by, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, eating Drink, fruit. Drinking water or fruit? Yeah. I mean, water, I, I, that was also a weekly intention to try to drink a gallon of water a day. That was pretty hard for me. I, I don't drink soda regularly or hardly ever, but I've been uh, it's always gotta drinking be, water. You gotta be, it's got to be intentional. You have to always have a bottle of water with you. Yeah, right. so, so I, I mean, I can't say I've been stacking that one because I, I haven't. Yeah. So, some days I bring the water, some days I don't. Get, some days I get I'm half a, the gallon. I'm going to buy you a water bottle. Is it going to be Supreme? No. I don't want that shit yeah. then. <laughs> one like mine that's just, yeah. it's, it's a basically a liter. Mm-hmm. And then four liters is a gallon. You just got to drink four of those every day. 
Yeah, I mean, I can definitely try again. I'll keep it out the office, so yeah. I have no excuse yeah. not I to have it. I keep mine here. I don't take it home. Yeah, that's exactly first thing I do when I get here. I fill up my water bottle. I start drinking it. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely. Uh, again, that's not something I've been stacking, but it is something you know I've been uh, so, trying. I've been so, drinking my water daily. So, so food, exercise. What else? Anything else? Yeah, I mean, I really haven't fast food. Kind of. I really started. I haven't been doing fast food much. I been meal prepping prior to the meal prep plan. I was grocery shopping weekly and bringing in my own, essentially, chicken, vegetables. Yeah. I was doing that for a few weeks. So I just think overall, just, you know, gym, eating healthier. Awesome. Trying to maintain, like, you know, a healthy lifestyle is something I've uh, been consistently stacking and doing. Word. Well, we'll keep, we'll keep adding to uh, it. Again, we're on the teens, so I can't really think of every week over week what they yeah. were. No, I'm more looking for what you've actually been, what's been sticking and you've been consistent with more than, you know, weekly intention. Like, one of my weekly intentions was – be the best father and husband, uh, be the best father and husband that I can be and really focusing on that. And I, I try to do that all the time, but you know, I'm not putting quite as much energy cause it's just, I got so much shit going on. Yep. Um, reading is another one that I've done. Oh yeah. That, that's definitely something, uh, I, I've been slacking on. I might need to finish that book this week. Which book? Uh, the shoe dog. dog. Yeah, I mean, did you start it? Oh yeah, I started. I'm freaking two hundred something pages deep. Okay. You know, I have like a, a quarter of the book left. Did you get into it? Yeah, yeah, I've been reading it. Yeah, yeah. I just because you said last you, you couldn't weeks, get into it. No, I said I got into it, but it wasn't just as intriguing and interesting as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, Shit, I thought it was super. Yeah, now they're they're really start like talking about you know Nike and him coming up with the models. You know. Yeah. Him leaving Onosuke the Tigers, so I'm like really getting into it more. But again, I really haven't read for a few weeks now. I just actually got the book on my desk, sitting next, making it. Hey, that's okay. Collecting dust. So hey, shit happens. We'll, we'll bring that up towards the end. You know, yeah. that might be this week's intention. To, just got to get know? back on the wagon. Right. That's what it is. So mine was um, to continue doing a morning affirmations. So, so yeah, and this gratitude. is last week's. So you, Talking about, are we talking about what we've been yeah, stacking? Last, or what? Well, I'm starting with last week's. Okay, so last, last week's. week's was I was going to start posting more on social media. Um, did and, you post? I don't think you did. Yeah, I've been posting. On your story? No, I've right? been posting on, on my school, feed. On your feed? Yeah. Let me check. I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah, done at I least some three. Of, some of my weekly intentions for a while was uh, not being on social media. I did get off social media for almost a month. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to be more. I did, like, one reel. I did uh, a few posts. So... In comparison to where oh, yeah, I... Yeah, he posted his uh, beautiful daughter, your water fountain trip. Yeah, water fountain, waterfall. Waterfall. Yeah. So for me, that's posting a lot. Because oh, I don't. Sure, yeah. I post like once a month, not even that much normally. So for me to post three or four times in a week is like, that's next level for me. For so. sure. For someone, this might be their first time listening. What's the social media so they know where to follow you at? Oh, Mr. Dot Rejuvenator. And what's there yours? You go. Uh, pretty boy dot Rob. So uh, follow the crew. You know, if you haven't followed us just yet, follow us. Uh, we follow back. Maybe, maybe not. Probably so, not. So I started doing again. I continue with the morning intentions. Yeah, um, I'm not the morning intention. The morning affirmation and the gratitude. And I'm going to keep doing it because one, it's a good way to promote the podcast. I've had multiple people hit me up like before I started linking it. Mm -hmm. Like you know, how do I find the podcast? This, that, and the other. So I think. Just doing that is, it's, it's a combination of two things. And remember, you were asking me, what, how do you come up with gratitude? Well, you've yeah. noticed none of mine have been the same. I don't know. I've been screenshotting just to make sure. None of them have been <laughs> the same. And if I have done it the same, 
you know, that's okay too. Yeah. Because a lot of times um, you're grateful for the same things. What I'm really trying to do in the morning is I sit there, I'm the first one up, so I have some time to think. And I'm like, what, what am I grateful for? And really just thinking about what I'm grateful for in my life and then putting that down outside of like, I'm looking at my shoe wall. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I'm not, I could really care less about these shoes. That's yeah. not, I'm not really grateful for that. That's just a, you know, a possession that I have. Um, and then the, um, affirmation, the same thing. Uh, you woke up this morning. What was, uh, what were you thankful this morning for? What did I put? I'd have to read it again. I don't know. What did I, mean, I put? I mean, no, it's, that sh- it should be fresh in your head if you yeah, would. Bro, I got a terrible memory. I got a short-term right, let's memory see, uh, loss. what Steve was grateful My, for this morning. It was probably, let's think here, um, if I had to. Thankful g- for the ability to find good in any situation. There you go, yeah. Find the silver lining, you know what I mean? And your affirmation, uh, you're, you're a caring human being that appreciates connection. Yeah, see, and I'm affirming, I'm trying to... Also, you're trying to appreciate connection more than you normally do. Well, that's what affirmations are. So it could be something that you're already doing and just um, re-affirming it, or it can be something that you want to aspire to be, like, I am the greatest motherfucker on the planet Earth. Yeah, yeah, my affirmation is I'm a sexy beast. Well, I mean, that's to be determined, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, we'll get back into weekly intentions for last week. I gave you a project. Yes, sir. And I am very, I've been looking forward to getting this project. Yeah, you shouldn't be too excited. Yeah, no, because I want to help you get more sleep, man. I think it'll totally change your life. Well, before we get into that, again, uh, last week he uh, tasked me with a one, three, one. Yep. One problem, three solutions, and then you come with the one problem. You kind of talk it out together. Before we get into that, uh, do you want to maybe just break it down a little bit, how we're incorporating that into our business? Maybe, obviously, this is more personal life, but we're also doing it in the business. Yeah, well, I mean, this is business and personal because it's going to affect business. Um, but, yeah, so for the one three one is a strategy that we're implementing in the business, and it's really just to build a team of problem solvers. So instead yeah. of all the problems getting, bought, you know, bubbling up to the top and getting bottlenecked, um, by one person or two people that are solving them. I want a team of problem solvers that things don't have to come up to the top. They can do this process. They figure out what the issue is, and then they solve the problem themselves, and they choose one, and then they talk to their leader and just determine whether or not that is going to fix the problem and if it's the best solution. Yes, sir. And uh, people are having them do the legwork until rather than the, the higher ups doing it. Yeah. And I think it's a fun, you know, it's a fun, challenging uh, experience, I think. All right, cool. We can get into my one through one. Just if you guys don't know, I do work a day job and a night job. Uh, How so, many hours of sleep you get in the night? Uh, on the, the rough nights, about two Mo- hours. Through the week. Yeah, Monday through Friday. Yeah, so uh, Monday night and going into Tuesday, probably get about two hours. Tuesday night going into Wednesday, I probably get about uh, about five or six. Uh, Thursday, uh, Wednesday night going into Thursday, I get a pretty n- decent night's sleep. Uh, What's pretty, what is pretty decent? I, I, whenever I fall asleep and I wake up at eight. So, I mean, I can get an eight-hour sleep. I can get a six-hour sleep. You know, like I don't do anything Wednesday. So, Wednesday, if I go to sleep early, I, I can get eight hours if my body's Got you. So, to. Wednesday you sleep in and you can go to bed early. Wednesday I sleep in yeah. and I can go to bed early, yes. Yeah. Th- uh, so Thursday going into Friday morning, I get about two hours of sleep. And then uh, Friday, you know, it's the weekend. I can get a little more sleep as well. So on about three, 
two or three of those nights, I'm getting like two hours that's, of sleep. That's so unhealthy. Just because uh, the grind never stops, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. The grind never stops. Well, but with that being said, yeah. obviously, Steve is a passionate human being who cares about connection. And he <laughs> 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 a caring individual. And he just really wants you know, me to focus on getting enough sleep. And I definitely appreciate him for that. that. That's why when I started my night job, they let me come in later. So I can sleep. Uh, I thought that was uh, a great solution, and I appreciated him for that. But Steve is still worried about me, uh, and he wants to help me fix this problem of not getting enough sleep. Yeah, two hours a night is not enough sleep, man. So I got a 131 written on paper. Love it. That uh, we're going to talk about it. So obviously the problem is I don't get enough sleep. So solution one, I, got, I changed my work hours. So I'd be working uh, Monday, th- Monday through Friday, essentially 9 to 5, that's giving me an extra hours of sleep, uh, except for Wednesday. I'm still keeping my uh, normal schedule 12 to 5. So, uh, obviously, we just talked about it. I get uh, plenty of sleep. You know, I get enough sleep, you know, coming in Wednesday morning. Then I get that full night's of sleep, you know, Wednesday to Thursday. So, that was solution one. Essentially, just rather than coming at 8, I'm coming in an extra hour early or extra hour later. Okay. My uh, next solution is, again, changing my work schedule. Mondays, I'd be coming in from 8 to 5 because just – Regular work day, I don't work Sundays. Uh, Tuesday, I work from 10 to 5 p.m., which allows me uh, an additional two hours of sleep. So that's about four or five hours of sleep I get. Wednesday, keep my current schedule 12 to 5. Thursday, I go back to 8 to 5 just because, again, I get enough sleep from Wednesday, Wednesday night. Uh, then Friday, 10 to 5. That was solution number two, which is essentially on those days that I am working nights, I'm getting, you know, an additional couple hours of sleep. Uh, solution number three, again, changing my work hours, uh, Monday, eight to five. And then I got the rest of the week, Tuesday through Thursday, I'm working 11 to 6 PM. Okay. So staying an extra hour, make sure I get all my work done and I'm coming in essentially three hours than normal later than my work day. Uh, so those are my three solutions out of those. What do you think I chose? I think you chose the last one. Number three, I actually chose solution number one but with a twist. Okay. So, so again, solution Jesus number one Christ. was just coming in an hour later in the day. And then the twist is uh, really focusing on uh, some hard skills, skills, uh, some things I can do in the business to improve. So essentially I, I don't need two, two jobs to, to, you know, maintain so we'll, my we'll lifestyle. We'll get there. Cause I, that's, I already have a plan for you. I told you I had a plan for you. Right? Yeah, one but of the podcasts. So, so that was essentially, you know, my one, three, one solution. Number one coming in and just an extra hour later, and then keep my Wednesday schedule. Yep. So let me see this thing. Okay. So I didn't fill out any of the rest because I'm sure that's what we kind of do together, right? Imagine or you talk about, discuss. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. You, yeah, yeah. I guess you filled it out. <laughs> you think I made it up? If I'd bring I mean, papers. I don't, I don't know. I just see solution three. Uh, the, the first page. Oh, okay. There yeah, yeah, the first solution page. Solution one, solution two. Uh, help if I put it in order. Um, okay, so, yeah. so as he's reviewing this, it reviewed in your head a little bit. I'm just talking to the people right now. Yeah, yeah, if you've got time. a challenge in your life, this is a great way to help you come up with multiple solutions. Think them out loud. Really digest. I think the root thing is really figuring out what the problem is. Uh, and obviously, I don't get enough sleep. I have to work two jobs. But the root issue could be maybe I just don't have enough hard skills to be able to get a better paying career. So I, I think that could essentially be you know, maybe the roots problem, but at the end of the day, you know, sleeping is very crucial that Steve keeps preaching. He's been preaching it to me for the last few weeks, if not months. Yeah. 
if not for almost a year now since I've been working at the club that, you know, he values my health and I need to get my sleep. It's so bad for you. So, yes, there is a bigger problem. The bigger problem is you have to work nights because you can't support yourself and save money on the job that you have. Yeah. So that means that how do you make more money? And like you said, we got to come up with some ways that you can improve some skills and do things so you can earn more money and, and add more value. So, I mean, looking at this, what I think we should do is we should jump into, we should do number three. Okay. Because, Why? well, because one extra hour does not, I mean, it sounds good, mm-hmm. but for going from two hours to three hours is still not enough. So for you to really be able to, to like, do your thing and be healthy, you need at least five or six hours. I mean, okay, and m- with that plan, is giving me about you know close to five hours at sleep. minimum. Five yeah, hours. I mean seven to eight is ideal, but we can get you at least closer to that, and then we can work on some things so you can figure out how to make more money. So. Um, what does this do? How many less hours? I think hours? The, the reason why I, this isn't my go-to uh, option is because I, I'm already going to the gym during the day, which that's an extra hour I take for my lunch break. And then, uh, and then you know, I still have to eat lunch. You know, I try to, you know, take at least a 20-minute break to, you know, eat my food or do what I got to do on my lunch break. Uh, and then also it's like at the end of the day, work has to get done. You know, it's like well, I, that I, was- can't, I can't be like, all right, I'm going to do 40 hours. I'm only in 25 hours. You're gonna pay. It just doesn't logically. It just doesn't make sense to me. That was like gonna be my, my task question, and my though. work still has to get done. I still have to spend a certain amount of hours doing a certain amount of task. That was gonna be my question: is what needs to get done between eight a.m. or you know nine a.m. and eleven? I mean, uh, typically what I do, you know, I come in, I handle, you know, just my daily morning tasks, my main duties. First things I'm, you know, catching up to any type of emails, any type of slacks. Uh, any pending task I didn't complete the day before. Uh, then I jump in and I manage a bunch of unfulfilled orders. It's kind of like a supply chain task, making sure that our orders are getting shipped out on time. If not, why aren't they getting shipped? And then contacting, you know, essentially a fulfillment center, making sure they're getting shipped. That's typically, you know, a big chunk of my morning, you know, because our fulfillment center has to push orders out at a certain time, you know, that's for, for the day before. So I just need to figure out why they're not. And if I could push an order and make, and make it get fulfilled, make our customer, you know, that much more happier his order got fulfilled in a timely manner rather than an extra day delay. Uh, that's pretty much my biggest task I do in the morning. Uh, then I would have to look at my calendar, you know, like I pretty much have all my daily tasks pushed on my calendar. So if you didn't do that at 8.30, 8.15, whatever time you start, and did it at, let's say, 10, would that impact anything? I'm not really sure. It really depends on... Uh, like how the supplies chain's working, you know, some situations, you know, uh, a warehouse can sell it out a product and I have to manually uh, sw- switch, adjust an order, making sure it gets fulfilled from a certain order. Other times, you know, a product gets checked out that essentially shouldn't have been checked out from that warehouse because we don't have stock. So I just have to do a, a lot of manual, like, uh, it's kind of hard to say technical talking to an audience. They don't really understand. So it's I don't, okay. wanna, I don't to really want to dive deep into, you know, like order management, what I'm doing, but essentially... I don't think it, it makes the biggest delay, but it just, again, it's... And that's probably a different conversation because you shouldn't be doing much with shipping anymore at all, so... I mean, I... 
Customer I, I, service. I brought it up. I customer br- I service it up, for sure. But it's just been the task that's been put on me, and I just continue to. Is do this it, wholesale you know? stuff or just? No, this is e-commerce. Customers. Yeah. Customers I mean that's that's okay. I mean that out. is that is customer service. Um, so we'll we'll talk about that. What if we did ten? Because I still want you to go to the gym. Um, one, if you came in at eleven, yeah, you probably wouldn't be able to go to the gym. Yeah, it just wouldn't make sense. That's so five hours in my what day. What if you know? came in from ten to six and still went to the gym? I mean, yeah, I mean, if that's, that's what we're discussing, obviously my, my solution was nine. Yeah. I also had another solution where I did come in at 10 on some of those days. Okay. But, I mean, if, if that's what you think would be best, then, I mean, I would definitely be willing to do so 10 to 6. So, I think what we should do is we should do 9, because what time is the Monday morning meeting? 9.30? 9.30. But um, Mondays isn't the issue. Okay. Sundays to Mondays, that's so, not an issue. That's why on all my resolutions, I think except that one, I was coming in at 8 a.m., you know. Okay. So, let's do 8.30. On Monday, that way you have an hour to get stuff done before the Monday morning meeting, and it's not since Monday's not really an issue. And then let's do 10 a.m. on Tuesday. Okay. Keep Wednesday at noon, and then 10 a.m. 10 a.m. on Thursday, and then 10 a.m. on Friday. I mean, if you think that's and you bad. can do nine, you can do 8:30 to five, you can do 10 to six, you can do you've already doing this, so just do 12 to five, you can do 10 to six and. Um, 10 to 6. 10 to 6. And maybe 5.30 on a Friday. That's fine, too. <laughs> cool. So write it down. Cool. Yep. So I guess the next next part of this one through one process is essentially we discussed it and we have action plans. So essentially uh, a task, responsibility, and a timeline. There's really no tasks except essentially letting my direct supervisor yeah. know. Say, well, hey, I, th- I think we need to put it on paper. And then we'll have a conversation, we'll schedule a meeting, and then we'll talk to Corey and say, hey, this is the new thing that we're doing. This is his new schedule. Um, ask if she has any questions or any concerns with it, and then we'll just implement it. Cool. Definitely appreciate you uh, taking the time to do that. Sounds like a pretty simple process. Yeah. Anything else? Did I do it right? Did I come up with different solutions? Or are they, should there have been a different solution rather than just time schedule change, you think? No, I mean, I think those are all viable solutions. Um, I mean, you could have said one day completely off, and I mean, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, but it, you kind of went the direction that I was thinking. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, on that note, to make you more money, we'll get into that. We're going to come up with a plan because you work right. hard. Mm-hmm. It's not work ethic is not your issue. It's having some skill set to be able to make more money and add more value. So one the of company, the things, yeah. one of the things is Excel got to learn some excel excel skills mm-hmm. um so just so you can run reports and you can do different things that you know businesses need there is a new ai excel that i'll have to share with you because even if you can master that at least you can do it it's called yeah. spaces i think spaces um I'll, I'll look and i'll send it to you cool. um, i saw it the other day i sent it to Corey, and it's it's an ai um basically spaces thing instead of excel so i'll share that with you and then we'll have a conversation i'm gonna have to think about what we can do to work on that can get you to that next level so you can earn a pay increase um also i did challenge you with coming up with a bonus structure for shows did you do that Uh, i didn't necessarily but i did bring it to akil and uh it's something that we're going to discuss essentially our next show i would imagine you know well, that's in like two weeks. And then two weeks, yeah. And we also, so we do also have a, a, 
uh, on our calendar for to discuss, you know, shows and sneaker cons for the rest of the year. And that was one of the points we had on. And I think that's in July 10th or 11th. Is what? Is like the a day that we put on the calendar. I don't know if you got the calendar invite. Yeah. To essentially yeah, discuss like shows moving forwards yeah. as well as, you know, essentially that payout structure. So I do plan to have something unless you want to talk it out right now. I mean, no, I'll put it on paper. Yeah, I like to see shit on paper, man. That, that's what it was. You know, we wanted to have it. We were, yeah. Obviously, I don't want to just come up with it when Akil does shows, too. You know, it's like. Well, no, Akil's not part of this bonus plan. This is just for you. Oh, damn. Sucks for you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's on. This is just for you. This is to assist you. Because you do, you do most of the shows anyway. Like, Akil's. Yeah. Akil's already, he's fine. He's, he's, he's okay. So what happens if Akil can't do the show and I'm bringing uh, someone else from the business? Are they on the same structure? Or that, is that just kind of um, for base? That would be, we, so come up with some scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, whether or not you share with them whatever it is or it's separate, I don't know. We just got to come up with some scenarios there. Cool, cool, yeah, definitely. Again, yeah, because if, if people are taking their time, it's on the weekend. I mean, it. For people that have never done a sneaker con, like worked a sneaker con, it's one thing to show up at 10 a.m. and leave at 6. But when you're doing a show, you're traveling, number one. So you got to leave at least Friday morning, if not Thursday night, so you can sh- you can set up on Friday. So that's like, you know, it's not hard to set up. It's a couple hours. Yeah. Um, and then you can go do your thing and cruise the city or whatever. But it is still work. You got to get there the day before. You got to get there. Well, it's nice now, man. You guys have it luxury because before we used to have to get there at 6 a.m. to set up, and now we're already set up. The day before, yeah. Yeah, so you can stroll in at 10, right? No, nah, we get there at 9. 9, yeah. 8.39. Still, the show goes till 7. Mm-hmm. You got to, if it's a one-day show, you got to break down that night. So it's an 11-hour day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's yeah. long days. It's yeah. exhausted. At and on your feet the whole time. Half the time, we don't even get dinner till 9 o'clock. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like no, we got to go back, put everything, count money, get I've, everything organized, oh, inventory. Yeah. It's well, yeah. I mean, I would stop. I wouldn't do all that. I'd stop and eat. But, yeah. Um, yeah we and then a business. And then a two-day show. You're doing that two days. Yeah, it's, it's a long, it's a lot of work. So anyone that's going to go do it, even though it's cool to travel and see the city sometimes, it's still a lot of work. So we'll, we'll figure out how we can uh, hook them up. Awesome. Appreciate that, Steve. I'll definitely uh, come up with a plan. Awesome. Do you so, want to be forward the, the, that day, or you think that day is I mean, if you guys want to get a bonus for that show, yeah. All right. Well, hell yeah, we need to have a conversation. I'll think about it for sure. Well, we'll definitely put some thought into it. Going yeah. into, you know, next weekend. Yeah. And if you want a kill to help you come up with it, that's fine. But tell him that I said that he's not part of the bonus. I, I was just thinking more just uh, essentially his cup of tea, you know, his expertise on, you know, show. What makes sense for the business as yeah. well financially? I, I mean, honestly, I don't want you to – I want you to attempt it yourself. This oh, yeah, is part it. of this – yeah, is, yeah. this is part of the exercise to make more money. Because you should be able to come to me and say, hey, this is what I think is fair. Again, you can do a one three one. It's a perfect thing to do it. Three options, like, hey, this is what I think. And, again, we'll discuss what the right percentage is. But I want, I want you to work this out through your brain, right, and yeah, think about what, what makes sense. For and, sure, hell And yeah. when you're doing the one-through-one, try to come up with three different scenarios, like um, a percentage of sales or a bonus once we hit 2,500 in sales. Like, think of different ways that you can structure this. I got it. Cool. That's how I was trying to think this, but then I was like this hourly. This, I was keeping it simple yeah. you know, with this one. That's I mean, that I one ma- that's what you were looking for. No, that one makes the most. I mean, what else are you going to do? It's just less hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? So, cool. And then, awesome. And then we'll work. 
We'll work. We'll put in work. I'm going to challenge you, though. You going to do any sneaker contests here? Um, I might. I looked at the schedule. I can't do the one in Toronto, Toronto because, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I might not make it to one. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. If I can. Maybe. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, in our next meeting. But yeah. regardless, anything else, uh, overarching topics you wanted to talk about today's podcast? Um, that's a good question. I didn't really come with anything in mind. Uh, what do you got on your mind? I mean, just this weekend. I know it's uh, barely Wednesday, but... Marty, thinking about ready for the weekend. Yeah, because this is going to come out late, unfortunately. So it'll already be 4th of July, but yeah. it is 4th of July weekend. Extended weekend. Yeah. We got yeah, an extended one, yeah. uh, thanks to Steve. I gave people an extra day off, so we got a four-day weekend. Yep. I'll be in Rocky Point again. What Are you, uh, you going to do another boat trip, fishing, or I don't what do you got planned? Maybe? Yeah, I don't know, because we got the kids, so we'll see. I don't know if the kids would do well. Uh, they may have fun fishing, though, so we'll talk about it. It was cool. You don't have any, like, big plan, like, one thing that just you gonna, want to do? Just going to hang. I'm going to relax, man. Did you go to uh, when your your spot you're staying is the same location, or did different, you get a different spot? Different spot. Just Airbnb. Airbnb, like, in the Rocky Point area, though? Yeah, it's Las Palomas, which is, like, the nicer, one of the nicer uh, resorts. I don't know. Hey, well, I'm excited for you. Yeah, that'll be fun. What are you going to do? Uh, well, you're going to Mexico. I'm going to the Mexico game. Okay. Yeah, so there's a little soccer game, a uh, Gold Cup. Uh, my girl is a huge fan of soccer. You know, obviously she's Mexican, so she likes Mexico team. I'm not a fan of soccer, and if I was, it'd be Team USA. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm kind of like Mexican by association. You know, I'm not. I don't got no Mexican in me, but I'll be in it. <laughs> you know, so. I mean, I hear you. I mean, you could pass as part Mexican. Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican white. If y'all didn't know, yeah, I mean, 50% that's close, Puerto Rican. Close uh, enough, bro. 50% white, 100% sexy, but that's besides you, the point. You got that Latina. I mean, the one-liners. I don't know if anyone. <laughs> hey, but yeah, that, 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 I'm actually going to do that tomorrow night and then, uh, and then just work this weekend. I think we also need to get – we need to get these guys, instead of being a week out like this, I don't like that week delay. So we'll have to figure out how we can get this more – Consistent. Um, yeah, just more consistent. And maybe what we do too is put the posting of the RSSS feed for this on all the channels to social media too. So – that's up to you. If you don't have any problem doing it, you can continue doing it. But we could also just make social media kind of handle that process. Too. I mean, that's on you, Steve. You could, I, I, mean, I don't mind doing it. It's just an extra task for me to it's up. listen, uh, digest, put it in AI, and just spit out you know, uh, whatever they want to talk about. But I think if you really want to catch up, uh, obviously we've been posting this podcast every Sunday. I think just one week we got to do a double banger, you know? Yeah, Post yeah. one on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Friday. Or yeah, Saturday, just, Sunday, and then just, you know, catch up, and then we can easily be on track. Yeah, well, I don't think it's about catching up, really. It's just about posting it. Not They want to delay so they don't have to do it as fast because they got other shit going on. Yeah. But, I mean, I still think if we record it on a Wednesday, it still gives them four or five days. Again, I don't know what it takes to edit for the video yeah. aspect for fa- or for uh, YouTube, but, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out again. Yep. We're in a new place. New studio, what's up? Yeah. So, what else can we talk about for self-improvement? Because I know last week we kind of discussed um, what, why some people can overcome certain situations in, in life and really, you know, make a change for the better. Yeah. Um, you want to talk more about that topic or you got anything I else mean, in I, mind? To me, I think it's, we can just talk about really applying yourself. And okay. I, think that, I think that's a, a big piece of that and crucial. Like, I have a gym next door that I have, 
haven't been using. Yeah. So finally, I applied myself to go to the gym. Yeah, you got to want it. Get it done. You, you got to want it. You got if you really want something, you really got to try. Uh, obviously, you know, I keep talking, preaching how much I like food, but I also want to lose my stomach. So I got to apply myself, make sure I'm, you know, just eating it's the discipline. Discipline, yeah. But I think one thing we can do is like let's pull up a, what your uh, what your uh, your gratitude. You're thankful for the ability to find the good in any situation. Yeah. I know we've talked That's about so, silver lining in the past. Yeah. So uh, can you touch a little more about that? Like your ability to be able to find the silver lining. How you do that? And maybe an example. Sure. Um, basically, any situation that comes my way, whether it's positive, negative, I always try to figure out a way to make it a positive situation and find the silver lining. So one, you know, the best example is me getting arrested. I got arrested for selling weed and I basically went to jail and said, this is not the spot. And I realized that I needed to do something different with my life. So that could have gone a couple different ways. The silver lining for that was I mentally told myself, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Because now I am forced to do something else, right? Mm -hmm. So that is just how I thought about it. I wasn't pissed that it happened. I wasn't um, resentful. I didn't look at it as a negative thing. I actually looked at it as a positive thing. Oh, shit. I always knew that I had one shot, like getting arrested. I knew that I could get arrested once, and I would pretty much be slap on the wrist, yep. um, and I would be able to basically get off pretty easy. I knew that. So mm-hmm. going into it all these years that I was doing illegal things, I basically knew I'd never been arrested, that I had this one chance. So when that one chance came, I said, okay, now it's time, right? So yep. I basically... And I tell people all the time, that is one of the best things that has ever happened to me because it really made me look at what I was doing, who I was hanging out with still, um, just the, the life that I was living, and it just wasn't a positive life. Looking over your shoulder all the time, you know, it, it, it's, it's not a healthy thing. I mean, it's, it's a stressful occupation. All right, well, I got a challenge for you right now. You brought up one shot. It had me thinking... Uh I heard a story. I haven't heard it in detail, but you were shot. I guess so I was could shot. Could you elaborate on uh, you got shot and essentially finding the silver lining and you getting shot? And that's a challenge for you. You up for it? Yeah. I mean, All right, well, of let, let's hear the story and then it's, you got the silver lining about how you were shot. So, why you were shot, whatever. Yeah, well, that's still to be determined. But, <laughs> um, story is, it's my 30th birthday, I believe. Um, and we went to a club that night. And we basically went to some after-hours party. I think it was me and my girlfriend at the time. And basically, we pulled up in Tucson at a street. We were on Grant and Country Club, I, I think it was. And we, I was in the right-hand lane, two-lane street, right? All right, so four-lane street. I was in the right-hand lane. There was a car next to me. We were both going the same way, same direction. And I used to smoke cigarettes back then. If you're smoking cigarettes, quit. They're so gross, and they're totally bad for you. Um, So my window was cracked slightly. And keep in mind, I'm rolling. I was on ecstasy. This is 3 in the morning, 3.30 That was probably your third cigarette as well. Probably more than three. (laughs) Um, Again, unhealthy lifestyle. For sure. Yeah, doing things that I shouldn't be doing. And 
I just glanced to my left, and it was, you know, maybe three or four Mexican dudes in a white Jeep Cherokee. Didn't think much of it. I'm not the type of dude to dog people. I mind my own business. I just keep smoking my cigarette, drive. So drive another couple miles. We hit another red light. And they pulled up next to me again. And I, this time, I, I didn't even look at them. I could just feel them. Mean mugging. I could feel it. Yeah. yeah. I could feel them looking at me. And, again, I don't have any guns at this point. This is just me and my chick at 3 in the morning. Again, I'm not thinking much of it, right? So drive again, maybe another mile. And then I kind of, they're right next to me, and I speed up to get ahead of them just so they're not next to me. Next thing you know, they pull up to the right. So I'm in front of them. They pull to the right into the right lane, and they start passing me, and they dump six rounds into my car. So six rounds go through my car. I had a Cadillac something at the time. And a bullet went through my girlfriend's leg, so her left leg, and went into my right leg there. Um, And luckily, I mean, honestly, if they would have shot a second earlier, we'd probably be dead. She would definitely be dead. Yeah, because it was right through her. Because the, the, the whole pattern was like this big, like probably like that. And it was in the front, the front of the door into the front quarter panel. So if they would have shot back here, I mean, yeah. bad news, sure. bad, bad news, man. So I immediately pulled over. Um, I didn't know what – it was total shock. And even if I had a gun at the time, I would have had to chase them down. It's just not – there's nothing that I could have done. Mm-hmm. They just bounced, um, took off, and, yeah, I mean, it was, it was crazy. So I, I call my – my roommate at the time, I'm like, bro, these motherfuckers just shot me. And she, you know, she's basically crying, saying, hey, I need to go to a hospital. So I hop back in the car, drive down the street. There's a, there's a hospital a few miles down. Um, and actually see a police officer. And I just pull over and I said, hey, we just got shot. So he called the ambulance. Um, they, they took us to the hospital. They split us apart. And honestly, man, I mean, I get it. They're cops. They were... They were convinced that I did something. Like, yeah. when I told them that I was minding my own business and I didn't do anything, they were, they were like, talking shit to me. Like, sure, you didn't do anything. Right? And I'm like, man, I'm telling you fucking right now, I did not do a goddamn thing. We were just driving. We stopped. I told them the whole story. Um, and they, so they asked her. I mean, I'm sure she said the same thing. So, luckily, they did, like, a... I, was there basically all night at the end of the day they release us she got it worse than me to be honest with you because it went all the way through her leg Uh, mine interestingly enough it it ripped a hole in my pants injured my leg and and it it didn't stay in my leg so it it punctured my leg and it must not have been enough to really like uh because it just went through her. Same bullet? Or you, or same you bullet. Yeah, bullets? yeah, same bullet. I actually, that's, I'm not wearing it, but I have the bullet. Hey, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, I have the bullet, uh-huh. and, and I, had it, uh, I had it molded, and it's a gold bullet now. So I have a, a necklace with it. Um, and I didn't know who did it. 
I didn't know who did it. I had no idea. I think it was just youngsters, you know, driving, trying to be cool, you know. I mean, being from Tucson, I know people that have done stupid shit like that. Yeah. So, you know, the wrong fucking people hanging out, the wrong people that would just go around and shoot at shit. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, So that was thing. I was also in, you know, I was in an illegal business. Um but well, you, you think, I would think that they would, they would try to rob you rather than just well, drive by if they, was, they knew who you were and what you were doing. Yeah, I mean, and the thing, the other reason is they were next to me twice. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted me, they could have shot me twice. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll get to the end of the story. So I really didn't know, and I, didn't, I had no idea who the fuck they were. That was the worst part. Yeah. So every, now I'm driving around, and everyone that's pulling up, I immediately got a gun. And everyone that's pulling up next to me, I'm like looking up. I'm, it was terrifying, right? Because I didn't I, I know. I imagine, yeah. Yeah, I had no fucking idea who the fuck it was. Um, so years later, that same, my ex-girlfriend <laughs> messages me and she says, I think I know who it was. And I'm, so I'm reading um, her message and it basically, she thinks it was some guy that liked her. And that she wasn't talking to him because she was with me. Or, or, she, or maybe she was talking to him because she was a new girlfriend to me. Maybe she yeah. was talking to him prior to me meeting her and then I started talking to her. I don't know the whole situation. But she heard either through the grapevine or something that that's um, who did it. That's wild. Yeah. And, oh, and I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and, she, yeah, yeah. And, and in the message, and keep in mind, this is, I mean, this is over... It was my 30th birthday. I think she messaged me that maybe two years ago. So this is 14 years ago. I'm done and over that shit. Yeah, I don't even. She's like, what are we going to do? I didn't even respond to her. I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. I don't, whatever it is, water under the bridge at this point. I I can't prove it, number one. I'm on with my life. I don't care. Yeah, you're alive. That's all that matters. 100%. Um, so the silver not lining in that is, I mean. You got away from the girl. No, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. I mean, she was cool, but just it just wasn't the right time. Yeah. How envious you got to be, though, as a man to, like... That's pretty wild. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. insane. Yeah, but there's some stupid... I mean, you put alcohol together, and you know knuckleheads, man. Yeah. I mean, Tucson's not... You know, it's, there's some knuckleheads in Tucson. For sure, yeah. So, you know, you get liquor involved 3 a.m. in the morning, and nobody around, and yeah, so... Yeah, pretty wild. But, I, yeah, to, to put a silver lining to it, like an exact thing, I don't know. I just took it as, again, another reason not to do what the fuck I'm doing at the end of the day, not to not be out till 3 in the morning. Not that it stopped me really any time since then. But, you know, when your parents tell you, you know, growing up, nothing good happens past 10 p.m., it's true. There's nothing good happening past 10 p.m. outside. So, um, it. Bad things happen late at night. Yeah. So, you know, I guess the silver lining to me would be just... You're still alive. 100%, man. You got shot, but at least you're still alive. And honestly, thankful, that is going to be my thankful for tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be my my, uh, grateful post for tomorrow. I'm thankful to be alive after being shot, 100%, because I could easily be dead. Uh, Someone, I've never been shot, so on a scale of 1 to 10, I... How bad was it? I mean, it's more after. After, like, you probably didn't, you felt like a burn until you saw it, and then... Yeah, it's, your, your adrenaline's rushing so much that it's, I mean, 
again, she got it worse than me, so I, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I don't. Rem- Dude, it's been so long. For sure, yeah. I mean, I'll be 47 in next month, so it's almost 17 years for me now. So I don't remember. I I remember that afterwards, though, like the next day, and and I was Could keeping you walk? my. Were you able to? Walk oh no, no, or? I had crutches. So keep in mind, I worked at a group home during this. So I pull up to the group home with six bullet holes in my car. And these are troubled teens, bro. Yeah. On crutches. And I'd just been shot. And these kids were like, what the fuck? Dang, Mr. Greer, are you a G? <laughs> they were telling you or what? I mean, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but they definitely looked at me probably a little different. Yeah. So... Um, which is not a good thing. I mean, I'm not trying to glamorize that at all. I mean, it's it's not a good lifestyle um, either way. So, but yeah, I'm alive. How long did you work in group homes for? Um, I think I worked in group homes for, I mean, a year, year and a half. I think one episode we should definitely just get into that, you know, like what you learned, what you saw, what your takeaways on a group home. For those that don't know, I was in a group home. Yeah, well, that, I, like, I think now is the perfect opportunity. Why would we wait? I mean, because with the time's winding down, but if you want to talk about it. Time's winding down. There's no time limit <laughs> to this shit, brah. All right, then, yeah, well, if you guys didn't know, uh, since I was, like, 13. No, no, no. Yeah, 13, I went. I think I turned my 14th birthday in a group home. Why did you go into a group home to begin with? Uh, well, I got in trouble with the law. Okay. Uh, I got arrested. I went to juvie. For what? Uh, I believe that time I got caught in a stolen car okay. with a bunch of stolen property uh, inside the back of that car at a pawn Did you shop. steal the car? I didn't steal the car, but I was associated with the people who of stole course. the car yeah, yeah, yeah. the night before. It's guilty by association. Yeah, and, and then we uh, essentially, long story short, there was a bunch of stolen stuff in the back of a car. We went to a pawn shop. They called the cops on us. I'm not sure if it was because uh, the serial numbers showed up that the stuff was yeah, stolen idiots. or... Or if it was just a bunch of, you know, seven, you know, a 14 and a couple of 17-year-old kids pulled up to a, a, a shop trying to sell some shit, you know, that they just, you know, it was a red flag. Like, you know, let's figure out what's going on. But I ended up going to jail. Uh, I was in jail for a, like a few weeks. They essentially had my court date. Typically when you go to court, you know, your parents are supposed to be there to show up, you know, take you out of the, you know, leave in custody to go with them. My parent didn't, my mom didn't show up. So they called my mom, tried to go to my mom. They couldn't get a hold of my I think, mom. I think you briefly touched on yeah. this before. So essentially like a CPS worker, you know, after I went to court, did my was time. she on drugs or something? No, she wasn't on drugs, but she had a boyfriend who essentially was on drugs. So why didn't she show up? Uh, she just didn't have a car. Uh, uh, there was a phone situation. They couldn't get a hold of her. So they had to have a CPS worker gotcha. essentially escort me to the house. So did she even know that you were in jail? I, I'm not really sure. Okay. I, to this day, I don't really know. Okay. I mean, I would imagine I wasn't home for two weeks, you know, like, probably, like, where the hell is her son I mean, at? you would think. Yeah, uh, I was also bad, you know, like, if I wanted to just go, like, I would fight with my mom's boyfriend a lot, and he would kick me out the house, and I yeah, would just yeah. live with my friends for times. So, I mean, essentially, I showed up with, like, a CPS worker. They took me to my house. Uh, my mom didn't even come out the house. Her boyfriend came out screaming, irate, saying, we don't want his badass, yada, 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 yeah, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. he, the, the CPS worker was like, bro, I have nothing better to do but take you to a group home. Yeah. So, I essentially went to a group home. Uh, I was there for a couple weeks, and again, until I was 14, my, the, day of my, the day after my birthday, sh- dipped, took off, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't my lifestyle, I yeah, did not want to be there, and luckily I had friends. Did, that, you, go, did you run with anybody, or just solo? Uh, just by myself, it's actually a crazy story, uh, even a long story short, like we were in like a little kids group home, where the kids were maybe like 9 or 10, 
and I was like, you know, 13, 14. Why was, were you in there with them? It's just the group home that they put me in, yeah. you know, like they, Fast, they have different quick. houses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they ended up putting me like in a, a group home with a bunch of little kids. And there was another kid that was around my age. And this dude, he was a G. Yeah. He would be like punking the kids and like, yeah. you know, like they would snitch on him. So he would like beat them up in the closet. And I, and I would kind of keep watching him say, I wasn't a bully. I could wholeheartedly say I was not bullying these kids. Well, I hope you're not bullying. No, I, I, I was not. Nine-year-olds. But when, when it got brought to the attention, uh, like, to of the main group home owner, to the staff, they took us into this building, had a conversation with me and him. The dude looked at me, and he's like, and you're in even more trouble because you're on probation. Uh, yada, yada, you just, you're in trouble with the law. You're on probation, this and that. So I was like, well, I'm not going to sit around waiting for the cops to come show up and, you know, and get in trouble. So I just took off, dipped. Started like it wasn't my first time, right? So, I have walls. So, did you wait to go to bed? Like, did you wait until it was nighttime or you just. Get no, out? he took us to the facility essentially, you know, uh, all the group homes. They pulled up to the, essentially the, the headquarters for the group home and they were like, you know what, you're in trouble, you know, you're, you're going back to jail, you're on probation, you're bullying kids. And the crazy part is it wasn't even me. Well, it, it doesn't the matter. Other dude. Guilty yeah, it by doesn't association, matter. don't hang out. But there, I essentially just took off, ran. And so, so you're going to meet with the main... Yeah, the, the owner of the, all the group homes. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, so the main people... And instead of going inside to this building to have this conversation. No, I went inside of the building and then I had the conversation with a dude, me and the kid, the uh-huh. other kid. We're kind of together. But when he specifically pointed at me and said, you're in the most trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're already in trouble with the law. And that you, we have cops on the way to come get you. I just took off and did. You just got up and ran? Got they didn't have ran. it locked or? No, it was, like a, it was like a whole building. Like, you know what I'm saying? A corporate room, a little yeah. sit down room. I just got up. Just took off, and all the kids, you know, in the group home were lined up, sitting on the chairs, kind of waiting to see what was going on. Yeah. They just seen me run. They were like, oh. The thing that I was even more upset was because I, let, I had to leave all my stuff at the group home. Yeah. And uh, I, I had money that I left in the group home, you know, and some, like, Jordan basketball shorts. They had that little hidden pouch on the That's inside. Yeah. That, I was like, that was my biggest thing. I was like, damn, I just left $60 because, you know, I had to run. 60 bucks, and we ain't got nothing. Hey, when we were 14 years old, yeah. yeah. And it was crazy because, yeah, it was just my birthday that weekend, and then it was like the Monday. And so I where'd you go? Off. I went to my friends, you know, some good friends that I, that I lived with prior. How long did it take for them to catch you? Uh, it was maybe like a few weeks, and then, you know, I just got caught up on a stupid situation. You know, I was 14 years old. Out till two o'clock in the morning again. Nothing, like Steve said, nothing good happens past ten a.m. or at ten, 10 p.m. Yeah. So yeah, I was literally super far. The buses weren't running. There was a park right there, and I was like, oh, you know you what? Felt I'm, you went I'm to just sleep. gonna sleep at the park till it's a cop over. pulled up, shine a light on me, and and like trying to see what's going on. Seeing I had a missing report because you know I was in a group home, yada yada. And I I should have ran too that time. I should have, but I think I was just you know tired. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, just, you can't run forever. Yeah, and that's what it was. And so I just ended up you know essentially going back to jail. They put me in another group home, and they say far now. So I'm from Phoenix. They put me in Mesa, which is 45 and. So hour. how long were you in a group home actually living there? I was in group homes essentially. I'm just gonna say 14 because I was there a couple weeks until I turned 14. 14 until okay. I was 18. Okay. So weren't four, four you in years. jail for part of that time, though? So, yeah. So, the first time when, when I went to jail, I was, I was there for maybe, like, two and a half weeks until I essentially, you know, went to that first group home. Yeah. And then the next time, I was only in jail for a couple of days. And then they put me in a group home all the way in Mesa. And they were like, if you run from, oh, my bad. If you run from here, you're essentially going to, like, prison for juveniles. And so, obviously, I didn't run. I stayed at that group home for, you know, over a year till I was, you know, 
16, and then I ended up getting off probation, doing all that stuff. And then I just got in trouble again at the group home where they put me in essentially like a, a boys' camp. You know, I brought yeah, up, you know, on that's a prior broadcast, yeah. like a boys' camp. And I was there for 10 months until I was like 17. And then. So you did like three years at a group home? Yeah. I mean, Your mom didn't try to get, come get you? Uh, they wanted, they just said that her, she didn't have a, a safe living situation. Yeah. She was also, you know, uh, mentally disabled you know uh you know from the state you know she was on ssi or whatever so just getting like social security checks and they try to say she was just mentally she was unstable to take care of me yeah and then like my dad tried to take me but he was uh out of state in texas and he had a whole living situation that essentially the the background check didn't pass for him so they wouldn't allow me to move with him so I just essentially got stuck in a group home, uh, and, and there, you know, I just uh, always had just a positive mindset, you know, even though I know, I, I, as you guys, I'm talking, I got in trouble, I was a troubled teenager, but I told myself, you know, uh, when I turned 18, I was like, the first 18 years of my life, I had no control over, Yeah. the next 18, you know, it's all in my hands. Only so you're, you're finding the silver lining. Yeah, finding yeah. the silver lining, essentially, yeah, yeah. out of that, you know, I just, I had 100% control. Uh, the day I got out of that boot camp, I was 17, though, and I essentially went to another group home, but it was more like a, a independent living group home for kids that were like, you know, 17, you know, about to be 18. Yeah. And to, to financially set you up for success, you know, learn some independent skills. It was kind of more of like an apartment style living. I, I had my own apartment essentially yeah, yeah. when I was 17, you know, they let you leave. I went from ha- being locked down, having no security to essentially, they gave me all the security or all the freedom from no security to having all the freedom in the world which for a lot of people, you know, that would set them up for success. You know, they're institutionalized, need that, you success know. Success or the opposite? Set you up for. Or for failure, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you get all that freedom, yeah, yeah, you know, that can yeah, set yeah. someone up for failure. For failure. Yeah, yeah, like, they're not used to it. Now they can go out, smoke, drink, yeah, party. Do whatever they want. Do whatever yeah. the hell they want. Yeah, because there is some, there's some value to having a system and some sort of regiment that you structure, have to hold yeah. to. Yeah, the structure of. Of those things. And it went from all the structure in the world to, you know, I have to walk with my hands on my side, sit up when I'm at my table, you know, it's, it was a boot camp, exactly what it was, you know, they would make you run freaking three miles every day, you know, do 18 exercises 20 times, you know. Yeah, it's, do good all you, yeah. Yeah. it's good for you, though. It's good for you. Mr. Juice head over here talking, but yeah, you know, it, it's essentially instilled discipline, you know, this spot, you know, uh, yeah. but again, Again, uh, find the silver lining. Hey, I'm here, but I'm going to learn from this, and I'm going to take some of the stuff. I mean, they're, t- they're, they're putting you through that shit on purpose, right? They want to yeah. make it hard for you. They want to instill some value in you. Again, I don't think they treat – they're not treating kids right, or they're not treating certain people right that are in jail either. Um, but, you know, they, they, they're doing it for a reason. Yeah, so, I mean, just with the cards I was dealt, I had all the – opportunities to fuck up all yeah. the opp- you yeah. know failing you know could have easily happened but that just wasn't what I wanted for myself and I wasn't gonna allow it to happen literally the week after I got got out from that boot camp I got a job within a week yeah uh, I was able to graduate high school a little early in the boot camp just because it was kind of like an accelerated you know learning uh, so I was able to graduate uh, a year early when I was 17 you know I enrolled in classes at Phoenix College uh, got a job literally just started saving money up to the day I turned 18 uh, I stayed on my homie's couch for one night, you know, just the next day I was able to sign my lease for my apartment, you know, I've been on my own ever since, you know. Defy the odds, buddy. Defy it, baby. So I have a, 
Luckily, I never ended up in a group home, but I could have been in a group home very easily. So uh, I've told the story again. My dad came to raise me when I was 15, went from the same thing, lots of structure, all the freedom in the world overnight. My dad did not give a fuck what I did at all. Um, so I was, that's when I dropped out of high school. I started hanging out with the wrong people. I started doing shit that I shouldn't be doing. Um, and then he wouldn't just wouldn't come around. He was addicted to drugs, doing his own thing. So like 15 years old, you know, around the same age, same situation. Um, I don't know if I told it before, but um, I, I think I did. My dad went out of town. He's like, hey, here's 40 bucks. Didn't come home for two months, right? So yeah. I remember the cops coming to my house. My dad used to sell cocaine too. So I remember the cops coming to my house one time. And they, were, they told me, they said, we know what's going on here. You're a good kid. You need to get out of here. Um, luckily, CPS was never called. Because even at 16, they're, they'll take you. Taking to, you, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll take you to a group home. And that would have been worse. I, I, let me fend for myself at that point, right? Like, yeah. I don't, I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, so I could have been in a group home. And that's one of the reasons why I got awfully quiet in here with that uh, Air AC turned <laughs> off, yeah. Um, so I don't even know what to th think about that because I'm so used to hearing that shit in the back of my. You're just headphones. saying uh, all the structure, no yeah, structure, yeah. CPS. No, I'm talking about called. this, the rumbling of that stupid AC. Not now we're here in the car parking lot. Yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> so um, I could have been it. That's one of the reasons that I wanted to work at a group home is to kind of help some kids that are in a similar situation with me. So I I applied at the group home that I worked at, got the job, um, started working there. And I realized pretty quickly that most of those kids, it's already kind of too late. Like, you can make an impact, but they're, they've either already been so fucked up by their family or whatever the case may be. And you know, there's a lot of kids in there for molesting their siblings, and, like, there's crazy shit happens. Yeah. Um, and why people actually go to group homes. Um, so it's a laundry list of issues. It's not just parents can't take care of them. There's like many, many different things. Um, and I realized after working there that, you know, a lot of the kids, man, are just, there are, they, it is what it is at this point. And you can guide them, but they are kind of who they are, especially if they don't have the mentality that they want better. Yeah, 100%. Um, like, one of the kids that I connected with, he was, a, he was a cool kid, but he had a temper, man. He, he witnessed his mom get murdered. Damn. And he, he would go from zero to 100, like, instantly and fucking grab shit and, like, swing on people. Like, he was, I mean, he scared me a few times, and I, I'm, I was an adult, right? Like, yeah. he, he, he got really intense and he wasn't a small kid I mean he was a tall kid he was probably the one that I connected with most I don't know if it's because my mom had passed away or whatever but um uh, what's uh, what is his name I'll think of his name um Matt you ain't gotta say the last name yeah, yeah. confidential yeah, yeah, yeah. no <laughs> his name was Matt though yeah um yeah. and I mean I wish I knew what was ha happening with him hopefully he's okay and if he's listening hit me up you know yeah, I was just going to ask, did you ever make any lifelong connections with any kids that you still follow or see what they're doing or not? Really? No, I mean, I made some connections, and I did keep, I did keep up with him for a while. Um, but then, you know, I have my own life. He's, you know, has his own. 
It's interesting though, because when I had all these windows done, all this uh, new glass put in, yep. one of the guys that was working for this company asked me one day, he's like, dude, what's your name? And I'm like, Steve, he's like, did you work at a group home? And I'm like, yeah. And it was one of the kids that worked, that was at that group home. He didn't stay there long, which is why I didn't, I don't think I remembered him, but he recognized me. Yeah, for sure. Um, And he was, you know, working and he seemed like he had his shit together for the most part. Um, But that was interesting. I mean, that you're talking small world. Yeah, small world. And, you know, 20 years later, because I was working at that group home when I was, uh, I might have been 30 ish. Um, 28 to 30 age, I guess. I'm trying to figure out where I was living at that time. Um, but, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Um, group homes, you know, they don't do a lot. They really just house them. They, I know that they do provide some um, mentoring and uh, therapy, right? I don't know if you had to do therapy and stuff. I did, but I never talked. But I was not a talker. Yeah. Like they would try you to weren't a in. talker, bro? Like to a therapist? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. no like, I mean, not at that age. See, they literally like, they just like, they stopped doing it because I just wouldn't open up or talk to someone. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it may, it may have age, been man. good for you, but at, dude, at 14, 15, 16 years old, you don't, and you don't know. It's got to be a really good therapist that can get that out of you. It's like goodwill hunting type shit, right? Like you, you've seen that movie. I haven't. I mean, maybe years ago. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 pretty. It's similar where you know the guy, the star for Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon. Um, he goes to a therapist because he's a troubled teen, and he's just he won't talk to the guy either. And the guy has to really get him to talk um, after working with him for a certain amount of time, because otherwise he was going to go to jail. You go to therapy, you go to jail. Yeah. Um, so, but again, they don't really care that much. Uh, you know, that's what I learned is they I don't have a job for some of the people. It's a, it is a job. Like some of them cared, but they didn't care that much. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at some point, you know, with Rejuvenator, I would like to figure out how we can do that, like get involved in some group homes and inspire some kids. I just don't know exactly how to do it yet. Mm-hmm. So if you have any ideas on how we can get involved or if you know any good charities that uh, work with kids in trouble, let us know. Shoot us a message because uh, I'd love to get involved at some point and somehow. So, Do you think kind of, uh, obviously we talked about it, we kind of had the same upbringing uh, a little bit to an extent. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, And similar. then like just looking at like our character traits, we, those are we kind pro- of the same as well. We probably would have hung out with the same <laughs> people, yeah. Because um, it's all kids. What I realize is it's all kids that don't have guidance. Yeah. Like all the, the, all the kids that I hung out with were troubled youth. They, none of them really had parents that guided them in the right direction or they didn't have somebody that really was watching over them to make sure that they weren't doing fucking dumb shit. For sure, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking about that this morning, actually, because we do have, when we use Culture Index, um, we have the same traits, which is we're philosophers. Yeah. So like I don't... Goals-oriented, is that another one, or I don't know? What is know. it? I don't know. You know the traits more than I do. Well, no, there's A, which is autonomy, um, B, which is social ability, which is interesting because you have more social ability than me. I'd have to look at your graph to see where you fall. Um, and then C trait is patience, but th- it has to go somewhat in the same pattern. And then D trait, which is something that you're going to struggle with, is organization and uh, I forget what the, the other term is. 
But we we are the same pattern, yeah. For the most part, yeah. I do yeah. remember people talking about yeah. that. So, and most business owners, not, I shouldn't say most business owners. Um, when I went through that process in the training, a lot of business owners are philosophers um, because they're visionaries and they can see the future. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. Hey, I might be a business owner someday. Like yeah, here. I mean, it's, it's, it is possible. Yeah. I've actually been thinking, uh, I got a business idea I want to start. You? Yep, I'm not going to talk about it right now. I don't want no one to steal it. But yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I was thinking about saying, fuck a house. I'm going to throw some money on this business. I it mean, it might, let's have a conversation off air and we, yeah. can, uh, we can chat about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's good to even start, even if you try it and it doesn't work and doesn't fail and you don't spend too much money. Like, you can, if you can do it um, responsibly and not, invest a ton of money. I think one of the problems that people do is they think to start a business, they got to throw 50 grand at it. Yeah. I started Rejuvenator with 10 grand. Mm -hmm. So, and I probably could have done it with a little less. Um, but I also, once I got to a certain level, I went and borrowed some money from my buddy, right? Like yeah. I, I borrowed money. So investor. 10 grand started the business and then I, you know, had some capital. Yeah, which is interesting. I, I bet he's kicking himself in the ass now because my buddy Jason, I gave him the option. I think he lent me ten grand, mm -hmm. and he was the one. So I had two friends. One one of my friends, and I may have told this story already too. My buddy Jason had lent me the ten grand. He was the one that said, "I don't, I don't think you can do it. I don't know if you can do it." And then I had my other buddy Josh, one of my homies, is like, "If anyone can do it, you can do it." So. Actually, Josh didn't know me, but he told me, actually, no, this is for the business. I did know Josh, right? yeah. So he said, if anyone can do it, you can do it. So I had two different perspectives and two yeah. different people tell me different things, and I used both of them as motivation. Mm -hmm. Dude that told me you didn't think I could do it, okay, watch me, motherfucker. Yeah, as long as you got the money, let me get it. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in my hand real quick. But back to that story is I gave him the option later, many years later, when he's like, hey, I need some money. He was going to law school. Um, Unfortunately, he didn't pass the bar, and he, I don't think he – he may be going back now, but he needed money, and I'm like, I gave him the option. Do you want a equity, or do you want do you want partial equity and give you some money back? He's like, no, I just want the money back. Um, and unfortunately for him, he probably would have made out if he would have kept the money in it. But, for sure. Yeah, whatever. Well, we've been talking uh, – I think now is a good segue. We can just get to this week's intentions. What, what we got lined up? Are you tired of talking to me, Matt? No, I mean, I don't know, just... I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, no, we can I wrap just, it up. Yeah, we yeah. can wrap it up. I want to get home and see my daughter anyways, 517. Five um, weekly, yeah, What this week's intentions, what it's is... It's going to be hard because, you know, we got a little four-day vacation, a little weekend. Yeah. You got to make sure you, uh, you do it. So what do you got? I asked you first. <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> I mean, I think I brought it up earlier. Uh, one of my intentions, you know, ongoing intentions was to read more. Uh, you know, it's we're about to be at month number seven. I think that's and a good a, one. And a, a goal for me was to read. So I, I, I don't know if I could finish this book, but, like, my goal is going to be to finish the book or at least not, you know, read, make sure I, I get that book finished. Okay. Two I think, dogs. So hopefully by next time we speak. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a lot of time. And I'm, I'm got to assume that you start reading and you fall right asleep. Sometimes I, I put my AirPods in. I go silent mode. Put my light on and I just read in the club a little bit. Okay. I've been reading yeah, yeah, read it. Yeah, read it. Read at the club for That's sure. Kind of what I, there's half the time there's no one in the building until you know yeah, later yeah. at night. That's so a great idea. Yeah. 
But you're right. That does get me tired. Then I just be reading, put it up, yeah. <laughs> fall asleep in my chair. Yeah, when you don't have much sleep, because I, you know, I read and it puts me to sleep. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's a great one. I think you should try and finish that book, that's especially if you got days on. off. You should be able to knock that book out. No yeah, problem. Yeah, I got some uh, Monday and Tuesday off. So it should be a, a good challenge for myself to really just make sure I can finish it. I'm gonna keep doing my morning intentions. Follow him I mean, at Mr. Rashubinator. Yes, my morning affirmations. I'm sorry, morning affirmations. I'm going to challenge you to start doing the same thing. Nah. I don't think you need to post on social media, but I'm not saying this week, but I, I, I want to challenge you in just waking up in the morning and writing down, you know, a, a gratitude and an affirmation. I have a challenge doing that every Monday morning when we got to do it in the meeting. Yeah, but one day is not enough. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, we can definitely uh, talk about that later on. I, in the I near think future. I'm going to do read. I'm going to do read too. What book you got? You still have to choose well, it yet, or are you? No, I, st- I started reading a book two days ago. I just want to keep the the thing going. It's a book on e-commerce and scaling on e-commerce business, um, and it's pretty interesting and insightful. I've already pulled some shit out of there that I want to incorporate. So um, I think it's a good. I mean, reading's just so beneficial for you. Um, I'm just not the best reader. Like I don't retain as much information as I would like to. So, um, but I think also the more you do it, the better you get at it. So uh, I'll do reading as well. Cool. Sounds like a good one. We're going to be reading some little book, book nerds for the next week. If you guys uh, got a book you want to recommend, you can always drop those down in some comments as well. Let us know. I have one more book I need to read after I finish this one. Uh, Steve did pass one along to me, but if you got a better one, let me know. I'd definitely love to hear from you guys in the comments, whether you're listening and watching on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, you name it. Definitely uh Drop some comments. We'll make sure we respond to those. I'm taking it over so I can say if I see a comment, I'll respond to it. Yeah, and well, I don't know if comments go in the RSS feed or not. So Maybe not the feed, but at least on the Spotify and uh, Apple the podcast, I've seen you can essentially comment. Has anyone commented? I haven't looked. I haven't seen a comment. Okay. Yeah. Maybe make a comment, and then we can see how it works. Okay. Well, there, there, there must be some comments on YouTube. Has to be. There I haven't yeah, looked. Yeah. Yeah. There will so. be a couple. I, I like them. Okay, good. Yeah, I haven't looked yet. Um, also... Again, if you found this podcast interesting, if you found some value in it, um, if you want to join us on the weekly intentions um, and start setting weekly intentions, and, you know, as they progress, if you can stack them even better, right, and make it a habit, turn one into a habit, um, please join us, share the podcast, tell your friends about it, really, that's all we ask, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can grow this thing, and you know, um, basically, you know, inspire people to just want to be better. I mean, at um, the end of the day, that's what it's really about, just inspire another person to do better in their life. It, and it's baby steps, man. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's, you can't expect a lot of things to happen. And I realized this yesterday, so it hasn't been 10 years. I thought it was 10 years for Katie and I because we moved, moved, we moved here about the same time. But I just looked at a picture that we took when she told me, hey, you're my boyfriend. It was 2014, so it's nine years. Okay. And I also need to bring things into perspective because when I moved here nine years ago, this business was not this business. Like, we were doing nothing compared to the business we're doing now. And in nine years, I've accomplished actually a lot. And I don't, yeah. I don't think that I appreciate that or really understand because I'm looking in the future I'm a visionary like yesterday's yesterday I doesn't I don't even look in the past Um, but sometimes you got to stop and realize that 
you know, man, I, I really have comp accomplished a lot in the last nine years. Um, and it's really just a slow progression. It's really just baby yeah. steps, right? And the Grand Canyon wasn't built overnight. You know, the Great Wall of China. Yeah. That didn't happen overnight. No. You know? So um, don't be discouraged if you're not making huge leaps and bounds. Just start. Start and stick with it. Stick with it. Stick with it. Um, and over time, it will compound, and you'll see some changes. So I mean, that's what I'm doing again, uh, yeah. step by step. You're doing a good day job, by too, day. Man. Doing a good job. So keep it up, and we'll continue the, the path. Yes, sir. With all that being said, uh, any last-minute words? I know you kind of might have gave your last-minute words. Anything else for the people? No, that's it. Um, again, enjoy your holiday weekend. If uh, Actually, this is going to come out after that, so don't worry about that comment. Enjoy it regardless. God bless America. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. fun. Enjoy. Peace. And believing in time's mine if I shine, you shine. We get this from the start, take the game for the fame, but not to play the part on my feet again. Ready to breathe again, believing in time's mine if I shine.